0: you have that opportunity to choose a direction that you want again it's all about being curious and taking risks embrace who you are follow the whispers don't let the expectations of who you should be limit your reality welcome to the one up project Money is fuel that, that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realising you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content listening to this is going to be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes you think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been, at the end of the day, the most important person is yourself and if you're not happy with your own choices then you're never going to be happy. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The One Up Project. Today we are talking about the Barbie movie. I'm stoked because I loved this movie. I know it was super controversial, so I hope that you enjoyed it too as we jump into a little bit about it. I put on my Instagram that I was going to be talking about the Barbie movie and I asked you guys to give me your guesses of what you thought I was going to be talking about And a lot of you thought that I was going to be going into the ins and outs of the patriarchy and its impact on society, which I love that that's where you thought I was going with it. So maybe I'll have to do another episode on that exactly. And if you do want to hear about that, please let me know. I'm going to give you some of my thoughts at the start, but then we're going to go into what the Barbie movie taught me about money. Uh, and pull some of the main concepts and themes that I saw, and of course like there are going to be strains of the patriarchy through these messages, because that's a big part of what the movie was about, but yeah, mostly how this has impacted my view on money and life, because it's not always just about Money, there's always a bigger message and usually that all ties back into our own personal development and personal growth as well. So Greta Gerwig, the director of the Barbie movie, is now the highest grossing female director of all time as a result of the performance of this movie which is wild literally racked up 131.5 million dollars in global box office sales 12 days after the release and that is a total now of 774.5 million dollars that this movie has made which is insane not only has the movie itself been such a big event but also every brand is jumping on this Barbie theme every person is talking about Barbie like it's just taken over our lives essentially obviously within this movie there was a huge theme around criticizing the patriarchy you know these words get thrown around a lot like patriarchy sexism feminism what are these words we hear what they mean we hear the criticisms but we don't often like, learn the depths of where these things came from or why they exist. So the patriarchy is a cultural or societal system that we live within where men hold a majority of the power. And this has obviously been going on, I guess, for many, many years. You guys will know if you listen to my recent series called Sapiens, um, a summary and reflection of, of that book, that The patriarchy is very much a system that has been ingrained into our history over time. Men have had control over everything ahead of women, even women themselves have had control over, and I go a lot, um, I go into that quite a bit in that Sapiens series review as well and how that has impacted, I suppose, expectations of women today. The movie itself was sort of making fun of this, I guess, like putting a satire blanket over what is the patriarchy and... And how you know Barbie goes into this world that is nothing like Barbie Land, and is so shocked that women aren't the tradies of the world. That she's getting weird stares and cat calls, and that's all new to her and confusing. And she has all these new emotions that she never thought existed before. And you're sort of watching this as someone who has lived within the system your whole life, and maybe hasn't even thought about many of these things in the way that the movie portrays them, which is great. It opens up new perspectives and new ways of thinking, and potentially, hopefully, for men in general who haven't had to experience living within the patriarchy as a woman, it gives them a different perspective on how that feels, or what that's like, and how both sides are contributing to that as well and that was very much praised about the movie was calling that out making fun in a lot of ways of that system like it was light-hearted in as many ways as it was deep and calculated in it's scripting and in the way that it was produced I thought it was done in a very smart way personally and like I was watching this TikTok about it this morning actually, it was this lecturer talking about the Barbie movie and she was talking about all the messages that the movie didn't portray and didn't talk about, you know, maybe around sustainability, the use of plastics in Barbie or... It didn't focus on men's mental health issues and the issues for men within the patriarchy and, you know, all the different things that the the movie didn't touch on that it could have. And that was a, that was really interesting for me as well because I think it, with as many messages that this movie did touch on, there were a million more that it didn't. And that's just life. Like within every conversation, within every product or art form, you know, film, book that's created, you can't possibly discuss every single nuance and niche within every single message. You've also got to think from a commercial perspective, like what makes sense for this movie to talk about? It's not going to talk about its use of plastics because it's not working to improve that. It's going to talk about its founding message and why, which was to empower women to give, to show that they have options, that they can do whatever they want to do. So the movie can't cover every societal issue in its entirety because it doesn't align with that message. And whether that be for profit or for the betterment of the world, It's going to follow whatever makes sense and aligns with the Barbie purpose. There has to be an overarching theme. Usually that's going to be polarising and people are going to be pulled one way or the other, which was seen so clearly within this Barbie movie. So one of the main criticisms I've heard, you know, just viewing the commentary on only TikTok, because where else would I be viewing it? A common criticism is its use, its portrayal of the patriarchy and it being non-feminist and a little bit man Haiti and again as I say missing a lot of those messages that plague our society in addition to the patriarchy. It is extremely difficult to have an objective view of Barbie surrounding feminism especially as a woman because you've grown up within this kind of culture and this society and of course even just displaying what was the patriarchy through the view or the lens of just men and women versus the gender roles that people identify with today that span quite a large spectrum. It's not just as simple as men and women anymore but for the context of this film and this discussion I probably will be referring to it as that a lot. So those messages were missed and those views and those perspectives We're missed so it's quite hard to have that objective whole view of what is the problem but also there tends to be a lot of confusion around what feminism actually is like I almost feel like I've read one book on feminism and it was coming from the perspective that feminism is doesn't take into account the experiences of many other minorities and marginalized communities and a lot of the time only covers one majority perspective that book is called that book is called hood feminism notes from the women white feminists forgot quite an interesting book if you are interested in i guess all the different facets of feminism but yeah we don't have this collective definition that we all agree with it seems like a very still blurred area especially for women like we want to obviously advocate for equality and equity but we can't seem to come to an agreement as to how we're doing that what the right way is and what feminism actually is and what it is portraying and I know some people say yes we do it's this that and the other but why is a whole majority or whole group of people still confused by this why were so many women aggravated by the Barbie movie like there's just so many questions around that you know I still hear women saying things and just in general conversations or on podcasts or whatever, like I'm not a huge feminist or I don't want to go feminist on you, like comments like that where there's this shame around holding strong views and perspectives around the equality or equity for women, but that's because of the way that it's constantly being portrayed in the past where we don't have this collective uniting view of what feminist, what feminism is, and that is a real shame. From my perspective, it should be an opportunity to create that equity to work towards a more united community for all people uh, and to especially push and support those perspectives and those experiences of marginalised or minority communities that we haven't already done. I wish disagreement was something that pulled people together more than it pushed them apart, and I know that might sound like a very unrealistic dream, but the thing is is that if we could drop a lot of that ego and have discussions revolved around wanting to solve a collective problem rather than wanting to be right, maybe we could do that more often. So I could really go on all day about the messages it didn't portray versus the messages it did portray. But often it seems like another issue we have uh, when conversations like this come up is that we're putting so much pressure on people, films, books and things to cover literally every message and every conversation perfectly. And we all have different views. Not only do we all have different views we have different nuances within our views and within our perspectives. Nothing is ever black and white. We constantly live within the gray space. So we might agree generally on something, but have completely different experiences as to why we think that. There can never be one representation of an issue or an experience or a perspective. There's always going to be nuances. There's always going to be things that people don't agree with on a very granular level. So a movie as huge as this Barbie movie and what it has like done within society and within our culture and what it has created, uh, it's not going to be perfect. And I want to pick the messages and the themes from it that I found interesting, thought-provoking and use it to create a more productive message that we can take from and use to create something better. In this case, it's going to be on an individual and potentially a selfish uh, level where we're taking money lessons for ourselves. So I could have done the personal development, personal growth route on this movie, which I can still definitely do. Please do let me know if you want to hear about it. But I thought let's just start with some of the high level themes of this movie, what it taught us and we can always go deeper if we want to. I think I went so deep with Sapiens, I needed to (laughs) I needed to bring it a bit more high level for some of these current episodes so just let me know if you want me to go into depth anymore and I absolutely will do that. So with that with encouraging conversations, it is money month and we absolutely want to be encouraging more conversations around money whether that is how much money did you spend on this or how much money do you earn or anything around money getting comfortable with with discussing those numbers, and again, removing that ego, no one has to be right or wrong, it's just a conversation, that's progress, and that's what we want to support with this episode. I also just wanted to say why I feel like this movie did so well, because this also ties into some of the things we're going to be talking about. I believe that the reason this movie did so well is because it has the strongest why and the strongest message. And I think that's why I enjoyed the movie so much was because I wasn't expecting it to carry through this very clear why. And that's so powerful from a brand to be polarizing, to have this view, this view of the world and the way that they want it to be. They want Barbie Land to be maybe not... The reality, but closer to that, where women have equal opportunity uh, in all areas, where they can be anything where they want, where they feel empowered to be anything they want, and they don't feel held back or limited by the culture and the society that they live in. That is a very clear message, and why that came through. And I love that. I love something with a clear message, whether or not I completely and wholeheartedly agree with every nuance of the film I love that it had such a clear message whether or not it was commercially created or that was the genuine reason it was founded is I have no idea maybe this was just all for money and you know commercial gain but I fell for it and I enjoyed it so that's that and I think it's just a message in marketing and branding as well that when you have that strong message and that strong purpose uh, it really does help you find that community and if not it crea- creates that discussion everywhere else as well. So the the message was clear, it would have empowered the people who agree with it so much, meaning that they became like super fans of this brand, hence why every single other store is doing like a Barbie themed thing right now. So many of these themes come back to things we have spoken about on the podcast all the time and the first one is around money, mindset and values when it comes to money. So in Barbie land, I've I have no idea if it actually is Barbie Land. I haven't even looked it up. Let me look it up. Yep, so Barbie Land. In Barbie Land, everyone is completely accepting of the fact that people live different lives with different priorities. Someone's a president and this is their routine and they do that. Someone else is stereotypical Barbie and they live like this and they spend their money on that. Something I do want to highlight is a really important message this movie brought up was that it also is so easy in Barbie Land for every Barbie to not compare themselves to another because they all have access to the same resources and of course they live in a perfect world where financial resource is not uneven. It is equal across all Barbies so they can decide what they want to do with their life without that comparison of I wish I had that that is better than what I currently have because everything is achievable. You could also say that this access to financial resource means that there is a decrease in self-comparison, which is linked to a decrease in mental health issues, which is why when Barbie brought up, does anyone ever think about death? And everyone stopped and was shocked. Mental health isn't an issue when everyone has access to resources that can provide them with a good life, a life where they are surviving with ease. And of course, this is in a perfect world, but it really does say something about the power of accessibility and contributing to more equal access to financial resource, to personal development resource, to resource in general. Of course, this issue isn't as easy as just evening out the levels of wealth between people, and that doesn't work within our capitalist society. And if you do want to hear more about that, you can go back a few episodes to the Sapiens series where I discuss capitalism in depth. Uh, But at a high level, it's just interesting to think about how that increased level of access amongst a community has led to better outcomes for all of them within Barbie land and people are just so much more satisfied with the life that they live and happy to be individual, happy to be different. If you can contribute to a more equitable society in in any way I think that that is a positive thing. It also shows the difference between people's definitions of success. So one person's version of success might be going to uni and becoming a doctor while someone else's is traveling for a year and working in a coffee shop in a small town. Everyone is different but when you have the same access to resource you can make your own decision and know that you are happy with that because that's what you've chosen to do with those funds but also because that decision is so wholeheartedly yours and something I talk about often on this podcast and on Instagram is having a strong why for your money and having very clear values around your money is important to be satisfied with the way that you spend it and the way that you use your money. If I decided to travel for a year and work in a coffee shop and I saw that my friend is going to uni and becoming a doctor, I'm not gonna feel guilty about not spending my time in higher education because I have made a decision that is important to me, that matches my values, that aligns with the life I wanna live. And so that brings a lot of satisfaction and content into my life versus if I chose to go to uni because I that person is going to uni and that means that they're going to get more money and maybe have a more stable life sooner than I am, but I'm going to live completely unhappy because it doesn't actually match the version of a life that I want to live. So often I like to think to myself when I'm making a decision, a financial decision, if I'm choosing to move somewhere or purchase something or travel somewhere, is this my choice? Is this something I actually want to do or am I doing it because I've been influenced by someone else? I feel like that's something I should be doing. And it's so easy to fall into this. Like, do you want a nicer car because you value a nice car, or is it because you're embarrassed if you were to have a cheaper, shittier car because that is a negative reflection on you through the lens of someone else? Like, what actually is the reason? And getting as deep as you can into that is going to give you a mu- is going to give you a feeling of contentment with your life when you know you are confident in what you want and who you are you don't have to worry about what other people have because you're so content there is no reason to compare yourself and I think Barbie Land teaches us this a lot like there's no reason for anyone to be comparing themselves to someone else because everyone is, has chosen that individual pursuit and they go into it full force because that's something that they want to have this is relevant to items and things as well if you choose to spend your money on a $5,000 bracelet and someone else chooses to spend their money on a $5,000 car, it is not up to anyone to tell that person that what they're doing is right or wrong. Because at the end of the day, it's their money, it's their resources, their life. If it aligns with them, they're going to be happier. And don't we want people to be more happy? So good on them for making a choice that matters to them. Barbie's dream house was also, or is also, I suppose, filled with things that bring her joy she has that same routine every day she wakes up does the routine and she loves it for the most part in the in the dream world she has that routine that she loves and the things she has in her house have purpose because they mean something to her and they are things that bring her joy sure you could say that they're all extravagant or materialistic items but again It's about what brings her joy, not about what brings you joy. So be clear on what your values are, because the more you're clear about your values, the less you really care about anyone else. You're like, good on you. You love that? Love that for you. I love what I love, and that's that. Think about what brings you joy. But also adding on to this, and something I noticed within the film, is that it's okay to change and to reinvent yourself. Barbie represents and reflects so many different directions in life, so many different paths you can take. Your options especially living in a developed first world, are endless. You have that opportunity to choose a direction that you want. Again, it's all about being curious and taking risks. Embrace who you are. Follow the whispers. Don't let the expectations of who you should be limit your reality. Having that clear message, that clear why, that clear purpose is going to directly correlate to a life where you wake up every day feeling positive and good about it and not with that sick anxious feeling in your stomach, which I know so many of us have felt waking up to lives that don't fully align with who we are. Okay, relationships and money. Barbie and Ken have a very interesting relationship, don't they? (laughs) Like I read this article about it, and they were saying Barbie and Ken have so much empathy and compassion for each other, and I'm like, do they? I feel like their emotional, both of their emotional tanks and capacities were quite low, and they almost had no interactions with each other, but one thing I did notice between them was especially on Barbie's side, she wanted that financial independence. She wanted that that separation. She had her own house and the Barbies, they don't actually need a partner. You know, in this case, it was the Kens to be involved in their financial situations. This gives them freedom, right? It means that they can leave any relationship anytime and be happy. Financial abuse and women and money in relationships is a topic we've spoken about quite a bit because financial abuse is a problem that is more common than you would think. Financial abuse occurs in 98% of abusive relationships and it's the number one reason why victims stay and return to abusive relationships. So often it's not just the physical, the emotional abuse that happens but it's the financial abuse that really locks someone into a situation because that is the resource that our society thrives on. You need money to do anything right and that's what we've constantly been told is that you need money. Otherwise, what else are you going to do? So people psychologically are going to feel so trapped if they can't have their own financial independence. And I think this is something Barbie portrayed really well, is that having her own financial independence gave her so much freedom from Ken and so much autonomy and control over her own life. Typically, people who identify as women are more exposed to this financial reliance so some stats I've referred to say that 15% are entirely or 20% are somewhat financially dependent on their partner this is women in relationships of any kind but adding to this partnered men so men in relationships 11% say that they are entirely or 13% somewhat financially dependent on their partner as well this is an extra layer to think about If your life stage changes, if you ever want to leave that relationship, it becomes so much harder. So whether you're a Ken or a Barbie or an Ellen, you know, you deserve to feel financially independent and feeling in control and empowered within your personal finances is going to give you the strength to remain impartial to decisions like staying in a bad relationship. It's going to give you a choice and a choice from the start. What's an easy way or a way to start going about creating this financial independence? Having a little nest egg for yourself, a personal emergency fund. This is the same if you wanted to leave your job. You know, often I think people don't leave their jobs for similar reasons, is that they feel financially locked into this career, to this lifestyle that they've gotten so used to. Have an emergency fund that covers your expenses for a certain amount of time, so that you can give yourself that time to think and move on, the freedom to have mental space is so important I'm very privileged in the sense that when I chose I, when I chose to leave a job and work part-time for three months I was living at home I had no financial uh, people depending I had no people depending on me for anything uh, but I still gave myself the amount of funds I needed to survive for that amount of time and I can tell you it was the best thing I ever did to work out what I actually wanted in my career and in my life The next thing is FOMO or emotional spending and pressure. So Barbie enters the real world in quotation marks. She was confronted with many differences that don't happen in Barbie world. For example, she started getting cellulite. This is before I suppose she left Barbie land, but she started getting cellulite and felt that pressure to get rid of it. She was screaming, oh my God, I can't believe I have cellulite. And that's an example of after being in the real world long enough, you know, she might succumb to the pressure of fixing, in air quotes, all of these things. These issues that we have grown up with and been told are huge problems. I'm talking about women specifically because there are so many aesthetic pressures to look a certain way for women. Not saying there aren't for men, um, to be And to be completely honest, I probably can't speak to those myself because I haven't experienced that, but I definitely know for women, there are many pressures to look a certain way. And there are many expensive products that we can buy to look that certain way and to change those things. And some ads, you know, you find from old magazines, if you've ever looked at old magazines or old newspapers, ads to fix certain things for women is so wild. The way in which they spoke about it would never be spoken about like that now but it is very much deeply ingrained into our culture is for women to look a certain way and that has created the beauty the beauty industry which is massive a huge industry an industry where we spend so much money I spend so much money within this industry and do you know what I love it I love spending money on makeup I love spending money on skincare I love spending money on fake tan I love spending money on all of that crap do I need to spend money on it Probably not, but I still do. And whether or not it's ingrained within the way I think as a result of culture being defined over time and women's insecurities being profited off, it's still the the life I live and something that I choose to spend my money on. So I need to have an awareness of, am I spending this money because this is something I think is going to enhance me, my life, my appearance, whatever, in a way that makes me feel good, Or is this me trying to compensate for an insecurity I have as a result of what I've been told? And does that matter? And how do I fix or solve for that? Obviously quite deep questions, but I think helps you establish what you want to spend money on, what you actually value spending money on, and whether or not something is a worthwhile purchase. Another side to this kind of discussion is that all of these things that happened to Barbie in the real world that she wasn't expecting were events that she hadn't planned for. Unexpected financial events happen all the time. So having an emergency fund that you can count on when things happen means you can still remain chill, remain calm and know that it's not going to impact your current lifestyle. As we were talking about before, uh, an emergency fund gives you the freedom to leave a bad relationship, to quit your job, to have time and that to me, is the most important and valuable resource money can buy you. And I know that kind of sounds contradictory because you can't buy time back, but you can buy yourself future time. And what I mean by that is you can buy yourself the mental space to just be in that time and to work out what you want instead of feeling like you need to make decisions quick in order to keep up with this lifestyle you've built for yourself over many years. It also gives you the ability to have a growth mindset over a fixed mindset. Uh, maybe could I do this versus I could never do that. It gives you the chance to have an abundance mindset versus a lack mindset because you have that resource available to you. Barbie was all about challenging the stereotype. Maybe you have been labeled as one thing throughout your entire life, like a spender, or maybe you've been labelled as cheap. This doesn't have to determine who you are for the rest of your life. You can change it. Just because you've always been a spender, just because you've never been generous, doesn't mean you can't start to develop those habits if that's something you actually want. Anyone can be a good saver. Anyone can start to be more generous. Not to say that any of these things need to change. I've just picked two things. But if there's something in your life that you identify with and have always been and feel like you can never change, I'm never organized. I'm not this. I'm not that. You can change that, and that's what having a growth versus a fixed mindset is all about: is knowing that the circumstances and what in which pulled you into a certain situation may not be your fault, but it doesn't mean that you can't work now to change or alter the reality that you live in. Again, don't let society limit who you can be. Each Barbie also has a very unique range of skills that they use to do something they're passionate about. You too have a unique range of skills you can use to up your income, either through a better job or a side hustle. So many people I talk to now are like, oh, I don't know what my skills are. I want a new job and I want to pay rise, but what are my skills? I don't have any skills. Well, maybe you're also just not in an environment where you're utilizing your natural skill set. I know when I was working in accounting, I felt like I was the biggest idiot. I couldn't do anything right. I was constantly getting things wrong. I just didn't get it. Like (laughs) After doing a three-year degree, I just did not understand and it frustrated me so much, and the amazing thing was that I remember thinking about this when I was leaving the job, was like, I'm not utilizing my skill set right now, there are so many other things I could be doing that would better utilize my natural skills, thank god I could recognize that, because it meant I only spent nine months in a job that I could have easily spent nine years in, do you get satisfaction out of the things you do at work, do you go home tired but satisfied, or tired and completely run down, because Things you enjoy give you energy. It doesn't mean they're not exhausting, but they give you the energy to keep living, to keep going, to give you purpose. And I know there's often big conversation around, you don't need a job to give you purpose, you can just go for your nine to five and come home and have something outside of work that gives you purpose. And that is fully up to you as well. But personally, I don't think it's sustainable to be in a role that does nothing but brings you down or does nothing but exhaust you. You want it in some way to give you some kind of energy, something within the day, whether it's dealing with people, solving problems, being the coordinator and facilitator for your team, whatever it is, something that just keeps pushing you to be like, I utilize the skill set today. I feel satisfied with the way that I've helped someone or done something. And that gives me the motivation to come back tomorrow. And beyond all of this, make time for play in amongst all of your key roles and responsibilities in life. Don't forget to hang out with the people who are important to you, who make you feel good about yourself. In Barbie world, every night is girl's night. In your world, every night or every Friday night might be grandparents' night or self-care night or whatever night allows you to rest, reset, gives you energy, fills your cup up. This does not need to be expensive at all. It just needs to be meaningful. I've recently moved closer to a beach two minutes walk away from a beach, I'm looking out to a stunning blue sky, I spent the morning getting a coffee, listening to music and yeah, walking on the sand along the beach and I have to say, having a beach so accessible and fresh air so accessible makes that play element, that reset element a lot easier and because the beach is something that I feel that I love and that calms me down. And I know that's the same for so many other people as well. That for me, having the autonomy and the control over my work to be able to move cities in a short space of time is a meaningful element of my life so that I can add those things back into my life, those walks, those being close to the beach, like whatever it is. Again, doesn't need to be expensive, doesn't need to be a massive change. It just needs to be meaningful to you. What's accessible to you and how can you make it more accessible to you? So overall, the Barbie movie was extremely interesting and thought-provoking and very much curious to hear your thoughts on what I've spoken about and more. Like I said, if you want me to go deeper into any other elements, you just let me know and I'll do an episode on it over on Instagram at The One Up Project. Try to take that curiosity habit into everything you watch and everything you do. You never know what might connect up in your brain, what new ideas you find, what patterns you identify. There's so much to learn and take from everything and everyone if there's anything you think I missed in this episode reach out as well but otherwise I appreciate you so much for listening thank you for being here and I look forward to talking to you next week see you later thank you so much for listening to this episode of the one up project if you want to find more stuff just like this check out our other apps or follow us at the one up project on instagram or tiktok see you there